PlayStation VR 2, sharks with rollerblades, and games, games, and more games. Happy New Year, everyone. This is the PlayStation Access Podcast. Happy New Year and welcome to the PlayStation Access Podcast, the official podcast of PlayStation UK. Unfortunately, Ash is poorly at the time of recording, so for today only, I am your host, Robert S. Pearson. Oh, I can't say my name in any other way. <laughs> Joining us, we have the wonderful Rosie Caddick and David Jackson. Hello. Isn't it good to be back? Yeah, it, it is. is actually. I'm really excited about this podcast. It's been, I feel refreshed after a nice break. So do I. I'm ready for the year ahead. Yes. yes, I was poorly in the last one as well, which made me very sad. You wouldn't have wanted to hear me go like, hello everyone, no. with my horrible voice going. So I'm excited to be back and talking <laughs> let me talk i'm excited as well rosie it does say on here i'm using ash's script uh, that i should introduce everyone with names that reflect the new year but ash has not written the clever pun actually on the document because she wants to keep it a secret for us yeah. mm. so i don't know what our pun names would have been we do, i do i think i think i spoke to ash about one for rosie okay which is New Year's Rosy Lucians. Oh, that's good. Oh, I like that one. That's it. That's all we've got. Um, So, New Year's Rosy Lucians. Well, I enjoyed uh, it. I'm trying to think of any quick ones. Not going to happen, Rosie. It's just going to be quite, it's just going to be us doing this. Um, I'm sure people can help us out in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What should should our New Year's resolution pun name be? Uh, And we will look forward to reading those. But for now, here's a little preview of what we've got. Coming up in this episode, uh, we are going to be talking about the games we're looking forward to in 2023. Yes. It's going to be quite the year. Yeah. Already, there's a load of stuff coming out very soon that is incredibly exciting. So we're all going to be looking forward to some brilliant games that are coming out in 2023. We're going to be having a look at some comments of the week from our hashtag PodSquad. Pod wow, that feels powerful. <laughs> it's really good doing this. Uh, and then before Ash we go... come back, he's getting yeah. too into it. The power's oh, getting the power. <laughs> Before we go, we'll be talking about some of our own New Year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. Which will be, uh, well, I've not even thought of mine, really, so I no. should. Uh, yeah. But before all of that, it's time to ask the question, what's new? So we're actually going to start the what's new section with something that is old. And that, that is sense. right. Ash does need to come back now. What yeah. are you doing? That is the Christmas maze. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so we're just going to touch on yes. the Christmas maze because we all had a lot of fun making it, um, and the response from everybody in the in the comments over the festive period warmed my cold dead heart. Yes, it was too. it was great. I had really enjoyed sort of just tuning in to all of the episodes that we we sort of released them all as a premiere so mm. everyone got to come together and watch it for the first time for the first hour and hang out in the comments uh and it was it was an enjoyable thing yeah it was it was fantastic i, I honestly um you know it's a funny thing making a youtube channel i suppose we make these videos and then put them out and often i don't feel part of the audience i suppose because we send them off and we don't usually premiere them or anything or if we're doing a live stream we're doing the live stream so it was great to be part of the audience this time I, it became part of my christmas yeah. like i was really excited every yeah. day at four o'clock i'd be it'd get to like three o'clock and i'd be like oh god oh still time like i've been <laughs> i'd be excited to go and watch even if i couldn't watch the whole video um i'd be excited and i knew obviously knew some bits that were coming up and i was really really keen to see like those again and see how everyone in the chat reacted it was great it was really really good fun i really liked joining in on the hype as well i can't remember which challenge it was but i was able to tune in at the end of it and uh, dave i believe you were doing the challenge right and everyone's going like go on dave go on and i knew that even though i knew the outcome i was like go on dave you've got this <laughs> so, like joining in on that was fantastic it's, and great fun. it's hard isn't it watching back because you're like you're just trying to write the wrong you know yeah. you know if you got something slightly wrong or you didn't manage to, and i'm just thinking like i was watching that stupid dice challenge <laughs> and i was just like come on steve like come on just roll the dice different to how i remember it please but no didn't happen you were very unlucky in that in that challenge there were some well, great moments though and i think in episode one already we got the the greatest moment of the entire series <laughs> yeah uh, i'm aware of the situation yeah. which just it just gifted us so many other moments throughout the series as well. Uh, just immediately, like in the second episode, people in the chat all being aware 
As soon as Rosie was like even remotely angry, everyone in the comments, Rosie's aware. The amount on social media I've had from people like messaging me, like if I just, even I said Happy New Year, and I've had people respond with like, I'm aware it's the New Year. And I'm like, everyone's aware of everything. I noticed there was another episode, and I can't remember which one it was, after that, where Rosie at one point almost said it again. She went, I am aware (laughs) of the situation. And then managed to get hold of it. Squash down the, the last bit of the sentence. But Squash yeah. down the demon. One thing I was really excited about was reading a few comments from people who said that they found the Christmas maze. And I wasn't clear if it, if it was just the Christmas maze or our channel from the podcast, which is great because obviously we've been doing the channel. Well, you might not know. We've been doing the YouTube channel for like for, for years and years and years. And the podcast's quite new. Yes. And so we thought yeah. that we would be directing our audience to a podcast. But it's great that some people have found the podcast and then found the channel even if it's just the Christmas maze I was so excited about that so yeah. thank you listeners if you, if you are uh, thank one you of those for tuning people, in for yes. checking us out and go and, and watch the other it. all of the other Christmas yeah. series that There's we many. have and other uh, series yes there are lots uh, my favourite moment was still the episode 3 looking for solitude yes chaos oh God. <laughs> it's about 15 minutes of I can breathe for laughing it was I great I can't believe that the the universe transpired for that to happen like yes. for mm. for me to pull out the compass, I instantly knew what it was. But also, like we were saying this, Rob, like a few people were like, because we get through the first challenges very quickly, and a few people were like, oh, it's too easy. You've made it too easy. But the thing is, if we'd got the compass and gone to and gone to solitude yeah. early, and then had to come back and kill Nazim mm-hmm. without using the map, you'd have had to do it twice. Exactly, and you don't know how. Or if we did like a go. couple of things first, then go to solitude and then have then to come, come back. back again. Yeah. So it was all very much up to chance. I think it worked out uh, perfectly. And of yeah. course, I finally, finally found the wrong. it. I wrote, righted yeah. the wrong. You followed the path. I, like, a, a weight lifted from my shoulders. Honestly. <laughs> it was great. I followed the path. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I followed some paths. God knows. But thank you, everyone, for, for watching the Christmas maze uh, over the festive period. Thank you all for your lovely comments. It was it was lovely to see and, yes. and be a part of. But now we are going to be talking about things that are new. Mm. Uh, there's lots happening almost straight away yeah. in 2023. We're going to be talking about the games in a sec. Um, but there are two things happening very soon that are very exciting. One is the release of the DualSense Edge, which is coming out on the 26th of January. Yeah. Uh, a really cool new controller. Um but, and this really surprised me when I saw it. Well, it didn't surprise me because I knew. But on the 22nd of February, <laughs> PlayStation VR 2 is coming out. And now that Christmas is over, all of a sudden, that feels very, very soon. It does it's feel like very it's soon. It's less than seven weeks away. Yeah. PlayStation VR 2 is going to be here. It's funny. Dave, you're going to be playing Resident Evil. I'm not going to be playing Resident Evil. Oh my God. No, I'm not. I'm going to be playing uh, yes, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Or, uh, I'm going to be playing lots of that. No, I know. It's, it's weird. It's What's silly is that... 2023 still feels so far away when you're in December 2022. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's next year. That's next yeah. year. I put so much off, as you'll learn in my New Year's resolutions, you know, <laughs> until like January. I'll do that in January, do that in January. But it's it's right. It's like February is like, that date is like six weeks away or something. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Um, and the DualSense Edge as well. I think, I think new PlayStation hardware... It's such an exciting time. Yeah. It's such an yes. exciting time. You know, the amount of work and planning and effort and thought and these things have been in the works for years. I'm, I always get so excited about it. I get excited Just, about everything. Uh, opening the box is always oh, such I was a, gonna say the, the smell. Box. The yeah. smell of the a smell. new box with a new thing inside it. Yeah. I love taking Ooh. like the plastic yes. packaging. I'm someone who like, if you know, if you buy a video game in a shop and you have the the, the plastic packaging, you remove that the like layer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I love, that's my favourite part of the whole experience of buying a game. And it's the, the little, same with the like... The little strip, isn't there, that the you undo strip. first. Yeah. And then oh, the rest yeah. just... It's like one of those. Heathen. Some people like forgive my mum a DVD or something, which I don't do anyway. No one buys DVDs, surely. But you know, she's like just misses the little strip. She's just like getting nails in. I'm like, mum, there's a strip. No, I'll do it. Oh, it's very annoying. But yeah, I I think um, I I am especially excited for for PSVR two. I I loved PSVR. Um, I had I've had many many amazing experiences with it, and. It it made you know VR, which is something I've kind of dreamed of since I was yeah. a, a boy, like accessible to me for the yeah. first time. And they have taken, you know, it was already great, and they've taken everything they learned from that experience and are putting it into a whole new bit of just hardware, better, smoother, yeah, just more, even better, more smooth. accessible. Oh, 
de- developers have had years of uh, experience for de- developing for VR now as well. So like they get you know what works, what doesn't work so well. They can be more like, experimentative exp- and like precise with things. Right. All that experience is is like is getting honed and honed and honed into mm. this like great thing. So I'm I'm so so excited for it. Yeah. Um, I am nervous about the idea that. I might have to do st- it's too much horror and VR is too much it's, it's too much it's so good I think <sighs> you'll be fine I think you you did uh, Lady Domitresque's house without VR yeah so Can you're you already in like a familiar doing, environment imagine doing I'm not the baby doing, bit. doing the, the baby, baby bit. bit I'm not doing the baby bit oh. I refuse no. see I was trying to let you in easy yeah. being like Lady Domitresque you brought <laughs> in the baby scary section. enough uh, but the baby thing no no well, I remember playing Resi 7 in VR and yeah it's terrifying but you also get to enjoy little bits that you didn't necessarily in the main game. Like mm. I really enjoyed in the Baker House at the beginning, just really peering in close to all the little notes that were on the fridge and yeah. having a real good look inside all of the cupboards and all of the yeah. drawers. You can really peer yeah. inside everything. Oh, what they got for dinner? Uh, oh, it's intestines. Some slime <laughs> yeah. and some bugs. Oh, that's yum, nice. yum, yum, yum. <laughs> great yum. detail on that. It's an amazingly evocative setting, but... VR just elevates it all so much yeah. and yes it makes those scary moments makes you feel like you're inside them this um, is a weird thing to say but if suddenly just realise that the characters make eye contact with you in a way that it just they just don't quite when you play it on a TV yes, screen yes they do and that because I was remembering being sat around that stupid dining <laughs> table bit, we, and everyone's looking at you they put the fork of food right oh, into your mouth yeah. horrible oh it's so good yeah. I can't wait I cannot wait. Uh, so there, yes, PlayStation VR 2 coming out on the 22nd of February very, very soon. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to have some content on the main YouTube mm-hmm. channel, some hands-on very, very soon. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but for now, we're going to go straight into our main feature where we're going to be talking about some of the games we are looking forward to over the next 12 months. So 2023 already is shaping up to be an incredibly exciting year for video games. Uh, and I would like each of us to pick one or two that we are most excited about. We have a whole video on the channel which showcases, I think, 23 very exciting mm. games that are coming out this year, um, which you can go and watch now. Um, but Rosie, surprise us. <laughs> no <laughs> what are you looking be, forward to this year? No one's going to be surprised by mine. So can I can I add like a third tiny little mention at the end? Three? Like a tiny oh one for the surprise because one no one's going to be surprised right. about my two picks. Okay. So the first one is, some, is a game that I'm in the phase of finishing off my backlog in preparation so I haven't started any new adventure for this game so I can dedicate my life to it. It's Like a Dragon Ishin. Uh, which is coming out in February, and I'm so incredibly, unbelievably excited for it. I'm going to dedicate so much time to it. I'm going to run around and just be engulfed in the world and have more of the... I mean, the, it's uh, from the Yakuza games, but now they're going from like the Like a Dragon title, so like you know just have a fantastic time with the crew and the cast and be engaged in the story and maybe learn a bit of history as well and have all the fun nonsense that you know the crazy mini games you can do in it and um, also to have access to this game which was exclusively only in Japan before and like now it's just going to be available to everyone I'm just so incredibly excited so to clarify Rosie for people who aren't aware of like a dragon Ishin, this is this is a game that stars characters from the Yakuza from the Yakuza series but it isn't a continuation of the Yakuza story. Yeah, so it's not a continuation. It um, uses like the char- like the Yakuza characters' likenesses, but they are playing um, actual people, historical historical characters. characters. Yeah, so think of it like you know the characters are in a play and they're playing the roles of this actual event that happened. That is a very intriguing concept. It is, and from from like how long ago? It's like- uh, it's from the oh, what's the but we're talking like hundreds of years ago. Hundreds of years ago, yeah. Like um, feudal Japan style type yeah, stuff. That sort of area, I believe. I can't remember the specific, like right now I'm having a blank and I'm like, what's the specific time period? Because I remember I did lots of reading about it and now I completely forgot. Um, but it's actually, yeah, so it's actually based on a uh, a samurai um, who is so you'll see the Kiryu's character. He's playing like the main sort of samurai, I believe, that's right. going to be focusing on. And not only that as well, but 
um, because it's like a complete remake and there have been other games and new characters in the franchise throughout the years. They've brought in characters from like Like a Dragon, which is Yakuza 7, to come into the party as well. And now they're all interacting. So I'm just incredibly excited for it. So it's a remake of a game that was a Japanese-only release in the past, which takes characters from the Yakuza series and their likenesses and reimagines them as actual historical figures in feudal Japan. Yes. But on top of it being a remake, they've added in extra likenesses from from other Yakuza games that weren't around yes. the first time. And it still keeps like the we've gameplay. We've made it, we've got there. And the gameplay in like, you know, the sort of open, kind of like open world and a condensed environment thing so you can go do loads of mini games and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, so it's going to feel like a Yakuza game, but just in a completely new story and new characters in a weird way. Yeah, I such a, it is such an interesting idea. Just the idea of, of taking the likenesses of characters that you love and just put, you know having them play different characters in a completely different time period as well it's mm. it's a little bit like and i don't know if this will land for anyone else because i don't think either of you have watched it but it's a little bit like star trek this is something that would happen in star trek all the time because of the holodeck the, oh, the, the okay. characters the crew of star trek would always go on the holodeck and they'd always end up in like sherlock holmes era victorian <laughs> london or something and do a case and it's like so in my head, that's it's a bit like that, but for you, I haven't which seen. I, like. <laughs> I haven't. I, I had no idea that that was a, a part that of Star a, Trek. That's a thing but, they do in Star Trek, yeah. But it does sound similar. Yeah, it does sound similar. So yeah, incredibly excited for that. And then my second uh, game that I'm incredibly excited for it's coming out shortly after, which is Resident Evil Four. Because I'm no, Rosie, so... that came out ages ago. Oh, Dave, you silly sausage! What? what? It's the remake. <laughs> This is very. I, I'm actually really excited for this as well, in spite of myself, because I, as you know, I found the remakes of of two and three fantastic, which mm. I didn't expect, and I found quite scary that I really liked them. And I've never played four, not that I played two or three either, but I know that you guys have said a lot that it's quite, it's a bit different, and that you think I'll like it. Yeah. Uh, and I think the the remakes of t- of two and three, um, and and one, but two and three in particular, were so good. It's like they know what they're doing. You know, it's like there's yeah. no question mark about like, will they do a good job? But you know they're going to nail it. So it's just going to be like, it's this whole new game for me that's going to feel modern mm. and, and also just a bit of gaming history, really, that I missed the first time around. It's interesting because Resi 4 was the first game in the series that adopted the now very popular over-the-shoulder third-person yeah. action yeah. thing. Uh, originally, Resi 2 and Resi 3 were fixed static camera. backdrops, fixed camera, moving through them. And of course, when they were re- remade, they were remade in the style yeah. popularized by Resident Evil 4. So now it's like it's come full circle. Yeah. And we get to enjoy a modern reimagining of the game that sort of, I think, takes a lot of credit for modern survival horror in a way. Yeah. Mm. So that's exciting. Plus, even- Resi 4 is my favorite Resi game. Of all time, I think. Resi 4 is my favourite Resi game. To be fair, that's what... I I do know a lot of people who say that, and it's easily one of my favourites, but not in in terms of the spooky element, because yes, it has spooky moments, but it's easily... One of the games I revisit the most. Just, you know, sometimes we are like, you know what? I just want to have fun in a game for a bit. I don't have yeah. to play the full thing again, but just dive into it. And it always, like, it's exactly how I remember it. It's always just as fun, if not more fun, because you're trying different things. Sometimes I do things the same. Like, you know, the moment where you first meet the merchant and then there's, like, a bunch of bridges. I always get the sniper rifle and try and snipe them from behind the wall before they <laughs> start coming at me. I just, I just, it's just a habit. I always do that. Um, but playing... I mean, I got to play a little bit of the remake last year um, for a video that's on the channel. And even playing that small segment in like the opening village area, yeah. I was immediately like, oh, my God, it's it's just made me so much more excited for it because it's it feels so far like a beautiful blend of the original as well as the remake sort of style and things like that to it. And even the smallest, smallest details, uh, like I love how in the suitcase um, in your inventory like the models are a bit more 3D now so I'm fully like oh oh, I want to look at everything now again and just I'm incredibly excited to just delve in there and like I do with all the uh, Resident Evil games and especially the remakes at the moment just play them again and again and again to get quicker like times get the trophies without opening boxes like even if there's nothing even if there's going to be nothing that rewards you for it, yeah. I'm still going to do it because mm. it's just so much fun to replay in different styles. Yeah. So I'm um, yeah super excited for that. 
Uh, and then the little surprise mention I just wanted to say is a little game that Devolver Digital said's coming in 2023, and it's called The Plucky Squire. Yeah, this does look great. It's it, yeah, it I've looks not really heard cool. of this. What's this? It's like a little uh, a little game where I mean we've only had one trailer for it, but uh, you've got like a, a little squire and he's in like a children's book. Is he plucky? Yeah, he's very plucky. He's very plucky. And uh, you need to imagine sort of like a top-down view of a desk with a book open on it, right? You're playing the game like side-scrolling within the within the book. Yeah, and like he's just going on a little adventure. And when you first see the trailer, you think, "Oh, this is charming," and like um, there are a couple of different gameplay styles in it, and you're like, "Oh, this is cool." And then he gets to the end of the book page and he jumps out of the book and Ooh. suddenly it's not just a top down like you know you're looking into a book he's actually like a 3d model and everything's 3d and you can go into then not only can you do things in 3d mode but you can go into mugs and there are other gameplay styles and stuff in it and go into other like it's just just desktop items yeah desktop items that <laughs> i guess you could say amazing yeah as it's soon as like i saw premise. it i was like this looks like a brilliant game it's so. hard to explain i mean i think you've explained it really well rosie but what's hard to explain is it, it just looks really fun and the the trailer's very good natured you know it just has a nice feeling about mm. it uh, on top of the fact that the gameplay looks really interesting because it is all these different kinds of gameplay uh and on all these different and the art style is just really beautiful and it, it's surprising you know because at first you just like rosie said you see the book and you're like oh that's so cool like they're playing within a book. I love that. That's really nice. And then when he jumps out on the desk and is running around, it's like, ah, oh, and you get to do this as well. It's you like him in a, a mug and you're like, he's in a mug now. Wait, ah, oh, yeah. hang on. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, we really, we got very excited about, yeah. about the different tell. things that you'll be playing a game on. But, well, it sounds uh, like you're very excited about this game, Dave. I am. But what were your actual picks beyond Plucky Squire? What, what games have you picked out that have got your attention in 2023? Well, uh... Unlike Rosie, I won't be typecast. And uh, <laughs> the first case, first game I'm really looking forward to is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh, I would never have got I that know, from you, I know, Rosie. Dave. I know. I just, uh, I thought it just looks great. No, it really does look great. I, I mentioned at the, la- the end of last year how much I was looking forward to it. And, uh, and I am just getting increasingly excited. And that is really coming up fast. In fact, when we recorded our last podcast, it was before the Game of Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Um and during the Game Awards, they announced that it was coming in March this year. So, so it's it's only three months, which I thought it was going to be much later on in the year. So um, I'm thrilled with that. And I really, really, um, really love Jedi Fallen Order. I think that it's a, a fantastic game. I think that it 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 was so much fun to play. I love the story. I especially loved the the mechanics of the game i think the con- combat is great i would be really interested for 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 either of you to um to play it a bit and just have a go with the combat because it's it's so much deeper than i think um i've experienced before in some in some other like star wars games and just just get, ultimately let's be real a lightsaber is a sword Okay, it's a laser sword, <laughs> yeah. and, and then so, and often in you know certainly in the past games with swords, it would just be like tap the button to swing mm. the sword, and and um, I've always had a little bit of I've always had a bit of an issue with that. I haven't enjoyed that as much as I think I could, and then you know games like Sekiro and uh, even like Nidhogg, they just like got swords better, and I think that um, Jedi Fallen Order, the combat is really surprisingly deep. The way that you can use your force powers as well. The enemies are really strong, which it, which makes them uh, kind of a puzzle to fight. And you you don't just you know I think that you can in it would be easy to make your character feel quite OP as a Jedi. Obviously, yeah. you know you're amazing with a, a lightsaber and you've got all these powers. And I really liked feeling like that I had often met my match in these fights as soon as there was a few enemies uh dotted around you know or, or um like grouped together you'd have to really think about it it wasn't it wasn't mm. going to be a straightforward battle uh I loved so I loved that and I'm I, I think the trailer for Jedi Survivor the gameplay trailer looks absolutely brilliant it looks like more everything I loved about the first game and more uh Cal has grown up a little bit he's he he looks he's a bit older he's a, bit a bit wiser stubble now. he's got a bit of stubble now uh which obviously uh, I'm I'm into. Um, it looks like there's he, he seems to be uh, traversing on a. Um, he has like a little uh, 
a kind of a, a mount at one point he's getting carried around by a by a creature Ooh. the the i think the enemy that like the bad guys in the game uh, the sort of you know the bosses and mini bosses mm-hmm. that are featured in that trailer are like really compelling and exciting. I just there's a one of them has like this amazing voice that is just I could just listen to all day. Um, it looks like the world looks big and something I really loved in Jedi Fallen Order was how much detail there was. Um, how you know a great thing about loving a se- a series or a universe like how I love Star Wars is when something new comes along and it allows you to explore a different part of it in more detail than you mm. have previously. You know, like obviously the films, you know, you only get to see like certain parts of the universe for a few minutes on screen, perhaps. Mm. But then with a game like Jedi Fallen Order, you get to really, really deep dive into this into the world of Star Wars and that was something I loved about Jedi Fallen Order there's one bit where you get to explore and it's actually a, a completely um, a completely uh, optional part of Fallen Order where you get to explore a, a crashed Star Destroyer and it's vast and massive and it's amazing to be inside and it's all uh, grown over and everything and that was like the epitome for me of what that game nailed like that was for a Star Wars fan it was very cool, I think, just if, you know, and the exploration is very cool just as a gamer. But then as a Star Wars fan, I was just like, I love this. So I can't wait to see how they build on that with, with Jedi Survivor. I'm really, really excited about it and um, and seeing where, where the story goes. It's a really good story. Uh, I'm, I'm very tempted to replay Fallen Order. Well, it's you worth should. saying that Fallen Order, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, mm. is now available to download throughout January it is at no extra cost so if you're a PlayStation Plus member and you've not played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and I am one of those people yeah uh, go and get it now in fact I yeah. think you've convinced me Dave I'm, I'm definitely going to have to play it because I've still not played it yeah absolutely do and just you know just just blast through the story see as much of it as you can and enjoy it and it's it's a really really good fun game and a like a wonderful beautiful way to explore Star Wars so I'm very excited for that uh, the other game that I'm very excited for is Suicide Squad yes and I'm not a massive DC fan for me this isn't about the universe it's a it's about the developer yes because it's Rocksteady uh, who absolutely smashed the Arkham series yeah. with incredible games that just changed so much about gaming I think and and stand apart from you know I just they're just like shining jewels in my mind of the yeah, past just like really incredible games uh every every one of them stro you know took massive strides to yeah. to improve upon the past and do new uh do new things and um they've been you know quiet for a long time in preparation for this game mm. and i gotta be honest i don't know loads about it uh, other than you know i know the kind of the basic story of suicide squad which is quite fun which is that uh, i think an alien race uh is kind of like come to earth and they they've kind of corrupted all the good um superheroes and oh, like is that turn why them, turn them evil. That's why Batman's evil. Oh. And uh, well, the full title is right: Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Kill the Justice League. So the Justice you've, League. You've got to play the baddies, and you've got to yeah. get the so-called goodies. So the Justice League have turned bad because they've been corrupted by this sort of alien mm. presence. And so the only option left for humanity is to turn to all the villains who have been captured by the Justice League and put into you know high security prison. Mm-hmm. And say to them, like, you need to go out and save the world, basically. So it's, it's. I don't know all of these heroes, villains, I should say. Um, but there's Captain Boomerang. Strong name. Yes. I think he's, Straight to the he's point. got a boomerang. There's Harley Quinn. Everyone knows I'm Harley Quinn. Deadshot, I'm aware. Uh, and King Shark. King Shark is a great... As someone who doesn't know the character King Shark, that's a great name. I don't think he is a king. But he is a, a shark. shark. Well, he's at least in part a shark. He's like a like a humanoid shark. Did anyone used to play with street sharks as a kid? No. Street sharks? What it's, are those? Like, it's just a toy I had. It was a shark with rollerblades. <laughs> no <laughs> well, way! Did he have legs? A bunch of them, yeah. Shark, like a, so it was like a man shark, shark like king upper shark. body. Yeah. 
legs and rollerblades. There are a bunch of them. I used to. Did love he have them. arms? Yeah, I think so. Okay, maybe it was King Shark. Maybe. Do anyway, they actually work just, underwater as well? Can you swim with them? That's I a good don't question. know, Rosie. Can we put it's just a little pool? tiny bit of memory that suddenly flashed from my childhood. Oh my god, I remember street sharks, and I had like a couple of them. Just sharks with rollerblades on. Street sharks. All street right. Sharks. I can imagine the advert for it. Cool. Totally cool. I, I think I remember to, some like they were around the same kind of time as biker mice from Mars. Oh, I have biker mice. Remember those? I've mice heard of Mars, them. Yeah, that was that was me. That was more my my thing. Your thing. But yeah, the the most exciting thing. Out of all of it is for me is is the Rocksteady involvement yeah. because they're just such a fantastic developer. They've got incredible pedigree. Um, as I said, those Arkham games were were fantastic, and each one built on the last. And so it's been a it's been it's been years now. It's been a long time they've been de- developing this game, and I just have every faith in them. I love that they've been quiet as well. You know, yeah, like, just... they announced that it was coming. They've announced they've done a few bits. I don't think we've seen any gameplay yet. Uh, I certainly haven't, and it's just been—it's been quite quiet. Mm. And now May, it's coming. May this year, it's been announced. It's—it's it's coming. So I'm really, really excited for that. I that love that as well because, like you say, when it does drop, you're like, "That's really soon." Like you say, yeah, we haven't seen anything, and it's yeah. oh my god, it's hanging. By the time we do see something, it's like, "Wow, it's going to be like in a couple of months or yeah. something." So. And, and Rocksteady have the kind of name that can be enough, you know. Like I'm just excited. I know the name of the game. I know a little bit about the premise, and I know Rocksteady are making it, and that's like plenty. Yeah. I'm like, mm. I'm happy. Well, Let's you know go. that the people at Rocksteady are so sort of heavily invested in the DC yes. world, right? They are experts in that world. Yes, there's a lot of love and passion for for that world there already. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very very exciting. Uh, before I talk about the games that I'm excited for, I just want to quickly mention the games that Ash has written down. Yes. Um, Again, no surprises, <laughs> but also very exciting games. Ash is excited for Alan Wake 2. Yes. Yep. Um, a Wake. A Wake. Yes. I'm one of the people who, who got that very, very late. Oh, me Everyone too. else got that, like a million. As soon as, oh, Alan Wake, yeah. <laughs> a Wake. I, I never. Uh, Rosie's not going to be singing live. I can picture my boyfriend right now saying like, I've told you this before, but I feel like I've never heard before so I just didn't process in my mind but I was like oh my wow. god hey wake Alan Wake 2 Alan it Wake be, 2 it should be Alan Wake 2 but T-O-O A Wake 2 A Wake 2 he's or awake too. T-O-O that's what I meant I'm awake as well that's what awake I meant two. what did I say T- oh, I thought you said T-W-O no you said T-O-O I meant T-O-O yeah oh. anyway. or maybe just <laughs> T-O Awake oh Alan Awake 2 2 Alan Wake 2 not Alan Awake 2 Alan Wake 2 Alan Wake 2, Alan wake two. <laughs> Poor Ash. <laughs> she probably had loads of insightful things to say about Alan Wake too, yes. and we've just made a mockery of it. Uh, but also Hollow Knight Silk Song. Oh mm. yeah, which she was Holo- screaming oh, about this yeah. yesterday <laughs> when she was like writing down the plan. She was fully like just the plan. The, the plan. plan. I did say yeah. I was like, what about Hollow Knight Ash? And she was like, <gasps> then she went is on it, a full is it this rant. Year? Is it coming this year? Is it confirmed? Yeah, she was like looking up everything. She was just like, oh my God, I'm so excited. You have no idea how excited I am for this game. Like she had a full on rant. Like when I discovered that Like a Dragon Eastian was coming out, Ash had with Hollow Knight Silk Song. The question is, will Ash have platinumed Hollow Knight by the time Silk Song comes no. out? No, no. Oh. I think she's like... What is it? The Pantheon? Is that what it's called? The Pantheon. Mm. I think she's lost the enthusiasm for that last bit. It's hard when you haven't played a yeah. game in a while. But she is the the biggest Hollow Knight fan I know. And I know a few, actually. I mean, it's a very well-beloved game. I would love mm. to be a Hollow Knight fan. It's one of those games that I look at and I'm like, wow, it looks beautiful. I love everything yeah. I hear about it. Yeah. But I also know what I'll be like when I play it, which is rubbish. It is and d- It's difficult. Yeah, I've heard it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. It's like so Cuphead, good. a game I would love to be good at. And I love the look of, but I just so I just suck at it so much. <laughs> but it's so good. I don't think anyone's good at Cuphead to begin with. It's no. all about patience. Yeah. You get good at it. And that's the problem. The I, I just have no patience. No. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've got to the root of the of the problem yes. here. Uh, but, um, so to move on to the games I'm looking forward to, again, no surprises really. Yeah. I've got two JRPGs here. Yeah. Uh, one of them probably the biggest jrpg for years it's final fantasy 16 yes oh my god it's it feels like we haven't actually had to wait that long between final fantasies 15 and 16 
Uh, even though it will be six years nearly it's since because Final Fantasy XV. Final, Final Fantasy VII remake popped yes. up in between, I think. Yes, that's right. Uh, but 60 is just incredibly exciting. Again, it's not that too far away. We're talking about June. Mm. June yeah. the 22nd, Final Fantasy sixteen arrives. Uh, everything I've seen, all of the trailers look incredibly epic. It looks incredibly polished. The team behind it uh, are a team of creatives who I have a lot of faith in. Similar to you, Dave, with, with Rocksteady. Uh, making Suicide Squad. The team behind Final Fantasy 16 is largely the same team between, behind Final Fantasy 14, which is the ongoing MMORPG, yeah. one of certainly the most popular, but I think one of the best MMOs of recent years. It's incredible. Years. I, it just, it's just, it doesn't seem to wane in popularity no. at all. Well, it keep, they keep releasing new expansions. They just keep getting better and yeah. better yeah. and better. And I think one of the best things about 14 for me is that despite it being an MMO and you might think that the, the story would maybe suffer as a result, it's, mm. it's absolutely not the case. The story in Final Fantasy 14 is, for my money, one of the most exciting stories in all of Final Fantasy. And so to have the, those, those storytellers behind Final Fantasy 16 is incredibly exciting because for me the story is always the thing that I remember most and uh, about about Final Fantasy it's why I love the series so much mm. there's such fantastic stories uh, the world looks incredible uh, the the icons which yeah. is the new name for the Eidolons slash Espers slash Aeons slash yeah, Guardian does, Forces uh, the big, the big monster things, the right. big godlike beings Aren't that you can summons? summon. Okay. Yeah, they yeah, summon. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, they just look fantastic. Uh, I can't wait to to see how it all plays out. Um, Have they? Has it been? I know a big thing for Final Fantasy fans with a new game, uh, a new numbered entry is always the, the combat system. Mm -hmm. Has they? Has much been announced about the combat system? Do well, you know we've yet? had a glimpse of it. It certainly looks a lot more real-time and action-oriented mm. than, than in previous games. Um, but I am very open to... Well, Final Fantasy always strives to reinvent itself with each yeah. new numbered entry. Um, and so I'm always very keen to allow them to creatively explore new ways of doing things. Um, so I'm all in. Like, I'm totally up for it. Like I thought the Final Fantasy VII remake battle system was was probably the best example of a battle system that gives you the excitement of that cinematic real-time immediacy um so it feels like a proper real-time battle system while also not losing any of the tactical depth that rpg fans love in their in their combat systems like seven just nailed that balance uh, so I'm very intrigued to see what they do with 16. I believe uh, one of the combat designers from from the old Devil May Cry games has been brought in to work on the combat oh, wow. system in Final Fantasy 16. It has so, quite a few, like um, mm -hmm. like in terms of JR, well, not JRPGs, but like you say, Devil May Cry as well. It's got quite a few iconic yeah. people involved in it, hasn't it, as well? It does. I think they announced the list, and I remember, I think I saw there were some people behind the Dragon Quest series involved with it as well. So, like, you know, big... Like people who have been in the business for years, probably it's, it's super exciting. Mm. Like Final Fantasy is, it's my favourite series. It always will be, mm. um, and I can't wait. I should also mention, and at the time of recording, this is not confirmed for a 2023 release. So far, they're just saying winter. But Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, yeah. My excitement for that is like a dormant super volcano. Right like, oh, I'm uh, so unbelievably it is ready. Like, well, as soon as that starts, as soon as the we start seeing some gameplay, as yeah. soon as that starts hyping up, I will be uncontrollable. That for me is like, imagine Dave if they released like a new Star Wars movie that was the the first one had been amazing, yeah, and it was going to be the continuation of that story. Yeah, and that's, I can, that's I what can imagine like that, like. I can't wait. I cannot wait for I'm that. I'm so excited um, for it. But we, we don't know if that's coming out in 2023 yet, but I just wanted to mention that because... <laughs> Little slide. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, the second game that I'm massively excited for is Octopath Traveler 2, yes. which is a bit of an outside uh, left-field choice, I guess. Um, the first Octopath Traveler did not come out on PlayStation, but Octopath Traveler 2 is coming out on PlayStation. And the first game... Uh, just the look of it uh, and Octopath Traveler 2, the sequel, carries on that that mm. vision. Um, it is inspired by retro mm. 
JRPGs, um, but also with like an incredible modern twist. Like you've got to see this thing in motion. Like have a look at a trailer for Octopath Traveler 2 if you haven't seen it yet. It looks like if it was a still image, it looks like a 16-bit JRPG. But when you see it moving, mm. it just... You, you can't articulate what it looks like. You just yeah. got to have a it's look at it. It's beautiful. Like the the atmospheric uh, weather effects, like the water, absolutely gorgeous. But the way these like pixel sprites move around this world, it's the perfect fusion of an old school JRPG, but that also feels like a modern game. Yeah. And I absolutely cannot wait for Octopath Traveler 2 to come out. Am I right in thinking that the Octo part ref- refers to the... Are there eight characters? There are eight yeah. characters. Eight playable characters. Eight playable characters who each have their own story that you can follow, but they all join together in one party. Yeah. Uh, and each of the letters of the word Octopath is the first letter of one there of the characters' is. names. Oh, I did yeah, not know classic. that bit. Um, that's cool. So that that's another little interesting fact. Yes. Uh, oh, that's cool. That's so, actually kind of blown my mind a bit. Yeah. I'm like, what? Oh my god, that's, that's, that's sweet. When I saw that Octopath Traveler 2 was coming to PlayStation, I did do a little scream. Mm. Yeah. Very, very excited. Very, very happy about that. Um, so yeah, if you're a JRPG fan, good year. 2023 is looking like a good year. I think, yeah, I think just if you're a games fan, it's a good year. Yes. I mean, I know that Ash is super excited for lots of horror that's coming out this year. I think it's going to be a good year for yeah. horror. Uh, I think it's going to be a good year for Star Wars. We've got uh, Dead Space coming out. I Dead know. Space. In weeks, Dead Space is coming I out. Know. Yep. Well, I was just thinking, we've just spoken about games that, uh, not mentioning Dead Space, we've talked about games coming out in March, yeah. uh, May and June. That that It feels like there's like just one great, and it, you know, Dead Space is coming out, PSVR 2 is coming out. Forspoken's coming out. Yeah, Forspoken's coming out. In a matter out. of weeks as well. It's like there's going to be one really exciting game a month almost. Uh, it does you know, feel like that. Uh, and there probably is. A whole gonna variety be, We're going to be well. busy. Like there's going to be as well, like a game like Crash Rumble's coming out this right. year as well, which is more of the fighting style. So it's, yeah, there's a whole variety of stuff for everyone this year. And I'm sure there'll be loads of stuff that hasn't been announced yet that's coming out this year mm. and surprise things. And I, it's, I'm, I feel really, it, it's silly. I always um, feel like it's silly to get excited about the new year, you know, like put things off to the new year. Like yeah. you could just reinvent yourself or whatever you want to do tomorrow. Start your, don't do new year's resolutions, just do new resolutions tomorrow. But I completely subscribe to the January the first, like here yeah. I go, new thing. And I feel really um, excited about this year for games. I feel really like energized about it. I think, you know, we worked really hard at the end of the year making the Christmas maze and stuff and it was quite tired and I was ready for a Christmas break and I was excited to rest. And I've had a little rest and I've come back and I'm like, I'm ready to game again. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I'm ready to, like I said, with like a Dragonishi being so close, I'm just like, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting. I'm just, yeah. I'm like, I'm doing some other things and then I'm, and then I'm, it's happening. Yeah. Then it's, oh, I'm excited. It's happening. Well, we should move on to our next segment of the podcast which is our very favourite, Comments of the Week. Right then, we've got to do the jingle. Oh, We're God. just three of us. <laughs> How did you do it last time when I was ill? I'm not sure. I just Dave, always you go did first. The high note. It's easy for... Oh, Dave's yeah, going to go first, first then I'm going to go, then Rosie, you're going to go, then Dave's going to go again. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. It's going to be beautiful. <clears throat> it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for Comments of the Week. week. That was all right. We nailed it. That was pretty pretty good. We have some lovely comments this week relating to many things. Uh, One comment I would love to read out from our hashtag PodSquad. PodSquad. If you would like to have your comment read out on the podcast, please leave us a comment uh, on YouTube or any other form of social media uh, using the hashtag PodSquad. PodSquad. And we will do our best to read out your comments in a future episode. Uh, we love reading them, and we've got a comment in particular this week from R.D. Clark. It's a very long comment. Ooh. It's a very nice comment. Uh, R.D. Clark, 1994, says, Hashtag PodSquad. PodSquad. Having <laughs> just finished watching the series finale of The Christmas Maze, me and Eloise, I'm guessing that's R.D. Clark's partner, want to say three things, one of them being a question. Oh, okay. Are you Wonderful. ready? I'm ready. One. <gasps> First off, congratulations on another incredible season of The Christmas Maze, in particular to Robert S. Pearson. Thank you. You guys must have so much fun planning and running the event that we can't help but feel extremely jealous whilst being fully entertained. 
you help make Christmas even greater. Aww. It's a very oh, nice, nice comment. Thank you Thank so much. You. That Louise. is lovely to hear. Uh, two, my question. Can you tell us more about how the Christmas maze originally came about? Uh, was it a joint effort between multiple access hosts who helped grow the idea? This is funny because I always <laughs> remember great ideas being mine. And sometimes they are, and sometimes <laughs> they're not. And Nath often is like, that was my idea. And I'm like, no, it was my idea. And the Christmas maze, I remember distinctly uh, the three of us and Nath and Elle being stood, for some reason, I remember we were stood in a circle. We were in a circle. Yeah, we I'll tell you why, circle. because we'd already had two ideas that didn't work. We, right. we had the first prime idea that we wanted to do, and I can't remember the reason we couldn't do it, and I can't even remember what the idea was. Right. But... I remember it being two weeks away from the Christmas break yeah. and the two ideas we had suddenly we couldn't do. And we were like, oh my God, we've got to come mm. to something, something quickly. Um, and it was one of those brainstorming sessions where I think everybody chipped in a little bit. Yeah. And they were, I can't remember who had the initial idea of... We I do can, like it a, was me. I thought, I thought, well, I just remember saying, like, I'd love to see something like the, the, the Crystal Maze. Um, I think that was the extent of it. That's the extent of my it, genius. It was like then, it started off kind of like as a laughing, oh, imagine if we did this and we're having a bit of a joke with it. And yeah. then the pun, I think... Someone, someone, Rob, it might have been you who came up with the pun. I can't remember. Of Something access fans or audience members need to understand is that as soon as there's a pun, it becomes much more difficult not to do it. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was, the idea was born uh, in a sort of desperate flurry of brainstorming. Yeah. Um, but as soon as the initial seed of the idea came out, I remember the rest of it building in about 15 minutes. Didn't and we take so, long. We sort of knew what we were doing. Um, the, the thing that did take a long time is deciding what my character's name would be. Right. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. I was like, Robbie would be the host. And you can, you know, do you like a Richard O'Brien style impression? I was like, yeah, 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 cool, cool. We'll do yeah. that. And it's like, what, what should the stage name be? And that yeah. was the thing that we took ages. And I can't remember who just in the end was like, Oh, I don't think that was I think me. you just came up with I it. I think I think I just I, in terms of the name I just remember doing it and you just said hello I'm Robert S Pearson just in well, your suit. Yeah, it's it's weird we were talking just before we started recording <laughs> on my bank card it literally <laughs> says Robert S Pearson and now I look at it <laughs> and it just is like a joke. It is my actual name. <laughs> oh, you oh so you are Robert money. S Pearson? Yes, Robert S yeah, Pearson. Yeah, my name's become a joke at now. At the bank. But anyway, that's how we came up with the idea. It was, it was everybody. It was a joint effort. And thank you very Absolutely. much, R.D. Clark, for the lovely comment. Um, although, sorry, there's, there's a third thing. Three, yeah. <laughs> three. Oh, three, three. Just to let you know, our year is finishing with amazing news. Eloise found out she was pregnant in October. <gasps> oh, we had our 12-week scan today. The newest PlayStation Access fan is doing great. That's amazing. Well, congratulations to you, Eloise and R.D. Clark, 1994. Congratulations! R.D. Clark actually came to the uh, The Last of Us Mm. podcast recording. He did. And came and said hello and Eloise wasn't able to make it but uh, he he did a video call so we could say hello. So that's very lovely and congratulations to you both. That is great. Great news all round. Oh, fantastic. What a lovely comment to kick off the new year. Uh, We've got some more. Here's one from Mena Bean, which I like. Okay. Who says, the podcasts are boss. I love walking my dog, wind, rain or snow, and having the podcast and having the pod squad in my ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy new year to all the team and subscribers. Well, I, I didn't like realising I'm in people's ear holes right ear now, holes. but um, that's good. Is though. that what they're called? Well, they are just... Ear holes, holes. Aren't they? ear holes. They've probably got an actual name. The ear feels like the fleshy bit on the outside. Mm-hmm. So the hole is very specific, I guess. What, yeah, yeah like holes. what's... Well, thank you for that, Men of Bean, and a happy new year to you too. Yeah. I hope you're listening to this while walking your dog, and I and I hope it's sunny. Yes. I love walking and listening to a podcast. So, do so I. I like I love the idea that other people enjoy listening to us while they're having a nice walk. I just like it specifically walk when walking a dog right now because I remember when I took Angus for a walk when I was younger and he just plodded all the time. He didn't walk, he plodded. So I can imagine like a big walk taking around an hour when it should have taken like 20 minutes. (laughs) Just listening to a pod. I should have listened to a pod at the time. You should. Uh, We've also got a comment from Background Tom. I'm loving the usernames. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I love the podcast. I get more time for podcasts than any other media, and it is perfect for me. My youngest daughter has to listen to my podcasts when we're in the car, and her exact words are, this is the best gaming podcast you listen to. Oh, 
Wow. She is eight years old and also loves the comments of the week jingle. Well, you have a fan in Olivia. Olivia has great taste. Yes. Thank you, Olivia. Thank, Thank you, Olivia. Thank you for recognising us, Olivia. And I hope you enjoyed this uh, week's jingle yes. as well. Yeah. Some I think it was one of the best harmonies ones. from Dave. Yeah. Yes. Um, another comment from Callum Duff who says, hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. Can you please put Dave's kazoo music on Spotify? <laughs> oh, God. Do you well, know what? I've got to be honest. I couldn't watch lots of that episode because i was embarrassed <laughs> don't worry and i, I could not tell whether people i did really see a few comments kazoo. i saw a few comments on that one and were like i'm sorry i just can't watch this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is yes. too annoying there's a slight flaw uh, in the design yeah. of that one it's like yeah incredibly i don't know how ash managed it i don't think she was paying any attention to any sound i was making which i've highly encouraged she was just so familiar with the game yes that she could just do it anyway it but, was um, like if you'd have chosen anyone except ash for that oh, it would have been it would have been a very horrendous. different challenge as soon as I, we saw, I remember being so relieved that it was crypt when we yeah. picked ash i was just oh my god oh we have a chance it could have been yeah. you rosie i know yeah. if it was I me was we probably would have with the wording and i was hoping they were going to go for you yeah thinking yeah. it was parappa uh but it was not to be. No. It was still a great episode. Yes. Emily came up with the idea for that one. So Emily, Emily. edited it. Sorry? <laughs> so Emily edited it. Yes. I remember she, she was oh, like, she was like, I'll edit. It was my idea. I'll edit this <laughs> one. <laughs> I will edit this oh, God. That's why she hasn't spoken to me for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, also, we also have a comment from Matt Smith. Not the <gasps> Matt Smith. The doctor. Uh, who says, Merry Christmas, everyone at Access. I got my PS5 as a surprise yes. from my whole family. Astro has already been played. Oh. Absolutely yes. loving it. I hope you're all enjoying the festive period with your friends and family. I, Hashtag Pod Squad. Pod Hashtag Pod Squad. Hashtag PS5. This, this is a very entitled thing to say because I've been very lucky enjoying my PS5 uh, since launch. But I am almost jealous of that Christmas morning. Yeah. Oh, it's not you know getting a PS5 I thought oh that's a mate what a great gift but then the mention of Astro mm-hmm. pre-installed you just uh, it's just such There's a so great much magic. game yeah. it's the most amazing Christmas game just Christmas morning playing that and the and the dual senses or mm-hmm. you get finding all this stuff out and you're just like ah oh, I oh. just I, I the I'm magic of jealous. Do, undoing that wrapping and seeing that white box there. yeah and you know you oh. see the size and you think oh, oh, is it, it it couldn't be is it it couldn't be oh. again I remember that with my my pink PSP <laughs> I remember getting that for Christmas RIP my yes. pink PSP RIP, RIP pink PSP, pink PSP. Yeah. yeah Matt Rose another Matt says uh, how does it feel to be such a loved respected channel <laughs> with such a friendly and warm community around you oh, oh it feels like a nightmare feels fighters. like an absolute nightmare i gotta say yeah, yeah it's, it's awful. a ter- it's terrible feeling yeah 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 well like i can't stop smiling and i feel all warm and cozy thinking about everyone being so nice <laughs> i had to like... heavily edit these uh, comments this week uh no it's amazing it's it amazing an, an i, I, nice I couldn't comment, even join it? in on the joke because i was just like <laughs> yeah it's no it's it's really really ridiculous and i think there are, you know, there are times when work is hard and we're tired and we're busy and you can lose sight of that sometimes. And then yeah. we'll just do something like a stream or just comments on a video, comments on the podcast. I mean, that was, like I said, one of the the best things about the Christmas maze is it, it, it I got to be part of the community for a change. And, yes. and we, we know we've got a wonderful community, but actually being part of it that time I, I was i was like it's so nice everyone's so friendly and warm and just well wishing and just positive and it's yeah. just a really really like wonderful thing to be a part of and so i think i don't know it feels ridiculous i don't know how we've kind of managed it it's i feel overwhelmed with um joy that so many lovely people like to watch our videos and hang out with us and listen to us yes chat rubbish Yes. So thank you, everybody. And thank you, Matt Rose, for that yes. lovely comment. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Uh, Connor says, I got to meet Shuhei Yoshida Whoa. at PAX Australia this year. Whoa. Such a joyous man and a delight to listen to him talk about his story. He's an and absolute icon. I have to agree. Like, I'm always quite nervous whenever I interview anybody. Mm. Um, people of Shuhei Yoshida's stature, even more so. But as soon as you begin talking to him, he sort of immediately puts you at ease because he's he just like his his genuine passion and love for video games just sort of like radiates out of him. Yeah, like it's so easy. You just mention a game to him, 
and he's off. Yeah. And like, specifically, for from your interview, there was quite a bit of Parappa the Rapper mentioned. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. I listened to the, when I listened to the interview from our last podcast episode, yeah. and I was like, Parappa the Rapper? Rob didn't tell me that they spoke about Parappa the Rapper. And I was like, oh, I really want to talk to him about Parappa the Rapper now. He would, that, that conversation would last a long time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But would he get a word in? I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, he, he would. He would. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, absolutely he's, he would. Truly, like, he's one of those people who you just can truly see loves his work, loves yeah. his job. He's in like exactly the right place. Mm. He's just doing well, what he Well, he said loves. like his He's main so motivation when PlayStation started was to make PlayStation a success so he could could continue doing video games for his job. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that was his That's main... a great drive. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to keep doing this, so I'm going to work really hard yeah. and make it make great. Make sure I yeah. can keep on doing it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and the final comment is from Wogel, who says, I mentioned my platinum that got away way back on Access Granted. Dave and Nath may remember my story of trying to get the multiplayer trophy by playing Player 2 with my feet in Alien Breed Impact. It's a classic. I still don't story. have it. Oh, that's it. That's, that's the it. comment. You remember that from ages ago? Still well, not got that trophy. I do remember Platinum's that got away. I sadly can't remember that specific comment, which is mad because as soon as you said it, I, I could picture this happening. I could picture... <laughs> The struggle of trying to. So get, he's using player. He's using his feet as player two. Surely there's an easier way. Just just find a player two. Even if you've got to pay someone, <laughs> you know, like just can you be player two, please? For well, Nate did something similar in Doom, didn't he? Where you had to do something with four players. I'll never forget the image of him. I think we were going home, and he was just sat there. I looked at his screen, and there was like four player local mode on local co-op mode on Doom. And just one of the characters was moving. And I was yeah. like, what are you doing, Nath? And he was He's purely doing it for a like trophy. That. I remember one lunchtime when uh, he, he, he was just like, just tapping X. for. Our, he wasn't even what, he wasn't even looking. He was just, he was like, you know, looking at Twitter and just tapping X on the controller for like an hour. Because get a trophy. Um, that was a Sekiro. That no, was. it was, um, it was in Neo. It, he had to, he had to like, sell a whole bunch of stuff at yeah. the shop or something oh, and he was okay. just sat there tapping X for the whole thing I also now Rosie you've just reminded me that we helped him get the platinum in Doom we did and I thought I was going to die I was <laughs> like I don't think I blinked for like three hours it was, it so, was so intense, intense. I've got to say now I'm really really pleased that I wasn't involved in those live streams it was it was hard I would not have been able to handle it I, I wasn't sure we were going to do it Nath had like the plan and every now and then I, I just got taken away by Doom because I was like I'm playing Doom and I just got excited and ran off and I, was, I just remember then just Nath being like the plan it's it was very so intense, intense. There's so much stuff just in your face just big pink monsters just <laughs> in your face it's, a, it's very intense well, I'm glad he got that and uh he has left before needing us to get any more <laughs> Platinums on the channel. Well, thank you, everybody, for your lovely comments. Mm. As I said before, if you would like to have your comment read out in a future podcast episode, please leave us a comment on YouTube, on Twitter, on any form of social media using the hashtag PodSquad. PodSquad. And we will look through them all and we will read out our favourites. Any that say we're wonderful, yeah. we'll read them out. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much again for all of your lovely comments. Happy New Year to you all. Right, before we go then, I think we should go through everybody's New Year's resolutions. New Year's Rosilutions. New Rosilutions. Year's Rosilutions. Do you have a New Year's Rosilution? Is this, is this for like, you know, life in general or is this I think for life or games? Uh, life or games, I think whatever. I think main one for me with life is I've got a couple of things that I wanted to do last year that just didn't get enough time to get around to doing it. So uh, I think for me, they're like quite big things that need a bit of organisation. So I'm going to try and get those things done. Like I really want to do a charity run, which I was actually going to talk to you about, Rob. Oh, wow. Um, Why would you talk to me about that? Because I know you've done things with charity in the past. And like, so I was going to be like, oh, how do you set up doing things oh, for charity great, and stuff right? like that? How far do you think you'd run? Um, well, the thing is, the reason why I'm going to run is because I'm a terrible runner. Um, and, <laughs> you but do what I do, Rose, just walk. Well, no, but the thing, if I'm doing it for charity, I also like want to push myself. You push like, yourself. I was like, yeah, I wanted, I'm doing this for the charity, for the cause and stuff. Walking's um, hard. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, is it is hard, it, it is, is hard. It is. But I'm better at walking than at running. And um, the charities that I have in mind are very specific to uh, a specific person. Um, and I have a memory of when I was doing like cross country running at my primary 
primary school and this is when I decided I was definitely doing running and I was so bad all the other kids had already finished and I was still going and I had like 20 minutes left to go and this person ran in the middle of like this big square and was fully clapping like go on Rosie you can do it and I'm there <laughs> panting and wheezing because I'm so bad at running so I kind of like when that memory hit me again I was like I think I've just got to do this I've just got to push myself to to do that for charity I have the exact same memory Rosie but without a nice person clapping me on <laughs> I just remember me wheezing and and feeling like I was about to die yeah. and everyone else has finished and I hate running and that's that's my memory that's- so you must treasure that person who gave you a nice clap that's a that's very nice noble New Year's resolution Rosie it really is Rosie yeah I remember the other way around being quite good at long distance running when I was yeah younger at school yeah I was quite you know tall and thin and wiry yeah and as I got old I gradually got worse and worse and now I, I can't run at all <laughs> that's why I just walk it's much easier just to walk Rosie just, yeah I mean I've wanted to do something for charity for for ages and ages it's just been a case of like, like planning it and organizing it so I just thought no this year I'm gonna I, I'm gonna organize it and plan it um and then like do hopefully many more charity things in the future mm-hmm. oh you've said it out loud now so so yeah you've really committed that's the best way is saying when you tell other people you yeah, kind you of make a bit of a contract yeah Mate, that's the thing i've said it now so now like this is also to myself i'm like you have to organize it now yeah <laughs> so yeah. or later on you'll be like emily can you edit out that bit where i said about the chat i'm not gonna do <laughs> no, no, i don't know what time's thinking. just that's flown silly. by I needed an entry do you want to do another new year's resolution rosie in case we edit yeah. out the chat? <laughs> <laughs> no because it's going to be done it's happening Excellent. it's happening david new yeah. year's resolution um i don't to be honest i i am not a big believer in new year's resolutions or the thing i always think every year is just like be better which is silly because maybe it would be better to focus down on like a an, uh, an achievable goal or something that I could measure. But I just kind of want to be better, you know, I want to be healthier, more mm. active, um, just everything. Like see more of my family, see more of my friends, work less, um, play more games, have more fun. Just all of this stuff. Yeah. I just feel like I feel very kind of like there's lots of areas of my life where I can improve. So I'm going to just try and do that, which is a bit of a, uh, a dull answer, really. Um but it is my answer and and I feel good about it as well so far we're only a few days into the year but I'm feeling feeling motivated and energized and like I'm not going to set myself uh uh or you know I'm just going to go with that as long as I can and I'm sure at some point there'll be a bump in the road or maybe a massive hole in the road which I fall in and can't get get out of again but until that time I'm just going to you know just see how it goes and do what I can and and enjoy myself how about you Rob? I think mine is sort of an all-encompassing New Year's resolution, and it's just to treat myself with more respect. Oh, that's nice. Uh, in terms of what I eat, yeah. how much I exercise, but also in allowing myself to enjoy and finish more video games. Because yeah. I've, mm. I've been stuck in a big rut um, with video games, which God of War Ragnarok actually has dug me out of. Yeah. Like God of War Ragnarok was the first game in a while that... I actually put in the effort to finish properly. Um, And often I find myself just sitting there in the evening looking at my collection of games going, oh, and just just wasting loads of time trying to decide what to play. Um, But yeah, I'm just going to allow myself to enjoy the things I enjoy more uh, and take better care of myself. That's my New Year's resolution. Yeah, yeah I want to take you. better care of myself as well. That sounds very good. Can I just say something? You've made me think just about games that I said at the end of last year that uh, it, with, with a little bit of hope that Marvel's Midnight Suns was my game of the year. And I spent all of Christmas playing it and it's so good. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I'm having the best time. Um, and... That's it. I just I wanted to say that came true. I've had I just absolutely Your love Christmas it. Wish. Re- no, I, Christmas wish. I feel wish. and I wishes for this to be my game of the year. <laughs> like you, Rob. I kind of like oh, I think is. I was in a little bit of a rut, and then uh, God of War Ragnarok absolutely prized me out of that. I was so pleased to just power through and finish that, and then Marvel's Midnight Suns came along, and I have stuck with it all through Christmas. And I'm having a, a great time, and I wish someone else would play it who I know so I could talk to them about it because <laughs> I just like I've bored everybody in the office as much as possible with it and you know everyone's just sort of like nods and it's like that's nice I'm glad you I'm glad you like it that's nice 
don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore because I'm not, I don't. There's too I don't many play other it. games coming out, Dave. I know. I do think you'd really like it though, Rob, I'm because sure it's it because would. it's because you like card games. You like Magic the Gathering. I do. And it's it's just car. It's a card game with superheroes. Basically, that's basically it. It's great. Actually, there's loads more to it than that. But anyway, it's wonderful. I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, I was very lucky with my game of the year choice. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Rosie and Dave. Happy New Year to you both. Happy New Year to you too and to all of our listeners. Yes, and to all of our listeners who have sent in all those lovely comments. Thank you so much once again for all of those. Happy New Year to you. I hope 2023 is full of wonderful, exciting video game delights. It definitely is going to be. There's some absolutely fantastic things coming out. Do continue to send in your comments using the hashtag PodSquad. PodSquad. And we will see you again in the next episode. Goodbye.